0: Good morning. I thank the Lord for the great and wonderful hope of Jesus Christ, and and I'm so grateful for His salvation, the hope that He brings. And and uh, as I was coming here this morning, I just had this, you know, that line from the song, and they played it before we, the instrumental of it. The, because He lives, I can face tomorrow. And that that those words are in my mind this morning. That I'm so grateful that tomorrow, today. And forever i can i can I can face those days because he is with me because he has saved me because he has given me a true and living hope and I uh, uh, just want to share this morning uh the thought of being a, a sojourner uh, was on my mind for the last week or so and and um, and we had the the Wednesday night Bible study and uh, even before that uh, uh, I was thinking about the, so, the sojourner and uh, the person who is living in a land that is not his own, uh, that is not his home. And uh, I just want to share some thoughts on that this morning. So uh, so on Wednesday night, we met together for Bible study, and one of the passages that was in the message was in First Peter, and it talked about sojourners. It instructed them why they should have good conduct and how their conduct should be as they live among the pagan Gentiles. These people were actual living sojourners dispersed by persecution and forced to live in a land was, that was not their own. But the scriptures speak of all believers as sojourners in a land that is not their home. First Peter two ten through 12 Once you were not a people And as I looked into this, the tendency of a sojourner, it might be to just give in for the sake of convenience and just conform themselves to the culture just to fit in and be accepted. The if you, can, if you can't beat them, join them mentality. God has not called us to this mindset, but urges us to endure suffering with good t- conduct in light of the great gift we have been given in Christ. As a fellow sojourner, I simply wrote down how my heart how, how my heart feels on being a person living in a foreign land, and I remind myself that I once lived as one who participated willfully in the works of of darkness living in this land. But by God's grace, He has brought me to a living hope. So these were my thoughts, and I had actually written these down before we had uh, had, had study on on Wednesday night. But uh, the sojourner sees this, that he is in a land he does not belong. He lives in a place that is unfamiliar and uncomfortable. He longs for the land where he belongs and not among a people who mock the joy of his life, the God of his salvation. Men profit in this terrible land by defaming the name of his king, his savior and friend. They celebrate the wicked and glorify the terrible deeds of the sinful. They call what is wrong right, and what is good and true wrong. They punish the one who strives to live uprightly, and they oppress those who love what is good. This land is a constant heartache that he cannot escape. There is constant strife and friction. There is very little rest. His heart is constantly burdened, longing deeply to be relieved of the load that presses him to the ground. When will I be relieved of this heartbreak of an existence, he asks. Yet there seems to be no respite. Yet there is hope, a hope greater than the burden, and nothing can strip away this hope, for his king has made a solemn promise that he will not always dwell in this land, but will be plucked from it by his very hand and taken to a land that belongs not only to him, the king, but also to himself. O oh, hasten the day, my Lord of rescue, and strengthen me, my God, to endure, to be useful in this place that is not in my home. 1 Peter two twenty one 21-25 For this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Philippians 3:20 20-21 but our citizenship is in heaven. And from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I pray this hope abides in you, that Christ our Lord is going to rescue us, to save us. And I pray that as we're here, that we can be useful tools in His hands. So let's let's pray. Our gracious Lord, we thank You, God, for the living hope, the living hope of Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank You for that hope, God, that we can face whatever comes our way, Lord, because we know that we are in Your hands. Uh, we truly, God, can have joy and peace in Your presence, God. We thank You for Your love, for Your mercy. We thank You for that cross that was endured Lord, that we could be rescued and saved. So, God, I praise you this morning. pray that your name is glorified. I pray that there are ears here to listen to your word, and may it be implanted deeply within their heart, God, that it might grow up uh, into the fullness of, of salvation in their souls. God, we just pray, Lord, that your hand be upon us, strengthen us, be glorified. In Christ's name, amen.